You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Love the Star podcast. I am Bobby Bell, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105 Through the Fan of Dallas. Joined as always by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday on 105 Through the Fan of Dallas. He's also the pre and pro pre and post game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. Been that type of a a night for execution related to Dallas Cowboys. Uh, (laughs) Incomplete. (laughs) Yeah, incomplete. Brian is just rolling off of eight hours of broadcasting. I am uh, fresh off the plane. We flew through some thunderstorms, Brian. I got some cool video of us going through lightning, uh, which was a little terrifying. I shouldn't have watched that episode of Air Disasters about lightning striking a plane and it uh, crashing. Uh, but that's what I do. Uh, I torture myself. But we we landed. We're back home. And uh, we're going to record a little mini episode for you guys so you can have some instant reaction uh, Monday morning from us to this 28-16 to loss to the Arizona Cardinals. Um, one that, frankly, when you hear the guys talk about it postgame, and I think how we would all agree, uh, should have never happened. You you should not have lost to this football team, even though you were down three offensive linemen and it felt like in the first quarter, Chume Doga was going to get your quarterback killed. Um, this is a, a game that ultimately you still should have won in terms of you were the more talented football team, even with all those injuries. But Brian, this played out the the way we talked about at the end of last week, the way that the Cardinals could win this game is exactly what happened. Yeah, it clearly was. And and the one thing that we always try and do here on the Love of the Star is evaluate these uh, these teams and evaluate where you can maybe, you know, do some good things, where they might do some good things to you, you know, things you have to worry about. And it, it really did. It played out and the way that I thought it would in the – and I say that is, okay, well, then Broadus, why didn't you pick Arizona to win? Well – Dallas is a better team. Dallas is 48 or better than the 48 for Arizona. But the game didn't play out that way. Arizona did a great job. They're great game plan. You know, they did exactly what they needed to do. 
We talked about pin and pulls. We talked about the ability to run uh, the RPOs or the, the read option stuff. We talked about you know their ability to move guys around, take Rondell Moore, put him in the backfield, hand him the ball. You know, it's Dallas did a really poor job defensively, and it just wasn't on the defense. But I'll start there. Dallas did a really poor job in the first half, even adjusting to what Arizona was trying to do to them. The yeah. running game was they were they were they didn't really you know they didn't play the front very well. They didn't fit very well. They didn't get off blocks. Didn't tackle particularly well. You know they allowed Arizona, and once once Dobbs made that long run, that forty four yard run or forty three yard run that he had. You're kind of thinking like, okay, this is I've seen this. I've seen yeah, I've seen Arizona have success. One of one of Arizona's really good schemes that they had in the games I watched, I know you watched, was the read option stuff. They'd run good plays off that stuff. And I mean, they only ran it one time that I saw, you know, but it yeah. was a huge, huge play. But Dallas inability to cover pressure. Tackle, run fit, man, there was just a lot of bad things going on in that first half for that uh, that Cowboys defense. I took a, uh, I, I was looking through my notes uh, that, you know, the the summary on how can the Cardinals have success? Like, what would we be talking about if the Cardinals mm-hmm. were to come out of this one with a victory? And I said, offensively, James Conner punishes the run defense. Joshua Dobbs is able to work effectively in the 10 to 20 yard range on defense. The Cardinals are able to disrupt the timing of the routes with press coverage. The linebackers are able to disguise coverage and confuse Dak post snap. And the defensive line is able to get pressure from the edge rushers. And that's exactly how things played Mm -hmm. out out. on that defensive side of the ball. The the last interception was exactly that dropping into coverage, disguising intentions and Kaiser White picking them off. Now, Dak post game said that. He he saw him and was trying to look him off or trying to move him off and thought he could fit the throw in and he couldn't. Um, but that's that's been we've talked about it before. Those are the picks that are most consistently yeah. on Dak. The ones where he doesn't see the yeah. defender squatting or he just he misses that. The ones that are communication or tip passes, like we've been over those. But the ones that are most consistently on Dak that we see are those. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so that one burned him again at the end. But man, this was just a. A generally with a linebacker too. It's kind of yeah. funny with Dak. It's generally, generally with the linebacker. I mean, the Green Bay game was a safety, but you know, you it's generally a guy like that. And and you know, Dak was talking about that. Uh, you know, that he was trying to kind of fit the ball. And man, it it didn't even appear that <laughs> the Cooks was guys. even that. Yeah, it wasn't even that open. You know, it just was a it was a decision to try and get the ball to Cooks there. And Cooks has you know found the ability to make some plays for him on a fourth down and things like that. But that's unfortunate. I mean, he said he saw the. He said he saw White. I, I don't know. I'll take his word on it. But man, when you watch it from the end zone, it doesn't look like that. You know that that uh, that he that he saw him. And and those are the those are the interceptions you should worry about with Dak. Any of the other ones, you know, they happen. But the ones where he doesn't see a guy and he just tries to kind of, you know, kind of shoehorn a ball in there. Those are the ones that you should worry about. The the running game for the Cowboys was actually really good in this one. Um, surprisingly enough, you know, it was something about that those they, young kids up front, huh? Yeah, yeah, they were they were great <laughs> run blocking. Now I didn't, especially in the first half, I didn't feel like they were consistently protecting well enough. Um, it got better as the game went along. Yeah, I I felt like, man, if the, I think this game is different if you know if, if you're getting better protection from your left tackle in the first half. 
Uh, I, I felt like that was a big part of this one is that Chume Doga, there were several times where where Dak was just running for his life early on um, and or, you know, there's a sack given up or whatever else. Um, but they they settled into a bit of a rhythm throwing the ball in the second half. But it was everything kind of short and underneath and it was the quick stuff and 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 all of that. And Welcome I, you to the know, West Coast offense, right? Yeah, this is this is it. And and we had yeah. talked about this that I, there was going to be an, an opportunity to take advantage of some things. And I know Mike McCarthy talked about the too high shell. Gosh, that people probably still have PTSD from mid twenty twenty one on after Denver played them. Where mm-hmm. you remember that became the big oh can Dak beat the too high shell because yeah. that was starting with Denver. It became an issue all the way forward. Um, but this was something where even when they took shots. They had success. They got penalties or they completed a big pass to CD, a big pass to Michael Gallup. Like they were having success the little bit that they pushed things downfield. It's just they're not going to push things downfield is what I I, I told you guys the other day. If they don't do it in this game, even with some of the protection issues, if they don't do it in this game, I just don't think this is part of the plan. I I don't think pushing the ball down the field is part of the plan. And that's what I came out of this game feeling like, because I thought that was something that you could have taken advantage of. And it's just not anything that Mike McCarthy wants to draw up in the game plan. It doesn't seem like. No, it really doesn't. And that's maybe why some of the things that we were having discussions about is Michael Gallup, a really good fit, even though Michael Gallup played really well today. glad, Glad to see him have some opportunities with the slants and, Make some plays. It felt like he was a, a nice part of the offense. It's a shame that that uh, that you know he wasn't rewarded for his play. But yeah, this is. Um, I just wonder. <laughs> I just wonder because, like I say, I, I've been with the I've been with the West Coast offense when I was in Green Bay with Mike Holmgren. He, you know, that's he was with Bill Walsh and all, and you know, Mike has his influences where he was and stuff, but. You know, I'm talking about Mike McCarthy, but it's it just, you know, man, Dallas, if they play this way, it's going to be having to drive the ball and just constantly, you know, it's it's not, maybe it's not going to be those those chunk plays. Maybe it's not going to be, you know, the uh, those, those explosives that they talk about. Yeah. You know, maybe it's going to be like, and the problem is when you play this way, or your scheme is this way we have to drive the ball or you know try and drive it down the field you're susceptible to potentials of penalties and things like that and, oh and they got brutalized by penalties and they got and tonight. they got they got plenty of them and so all of a sudden now your drive stops because maybe you got behind the chains or you couldn't rally back but it's it was this this red zone stuff bobby is is I mean, I can't wait. To, I, I knew last week what the problems were because there were some execution problems with Tyron Smith a couple of different times. Uh, there was some really good jet defense that, you know, they tried to sneak Tolbert out. I, I, I saw it with my own eyes. I'm like, okay, if they just clean this up or clean that up, I'm really looking forward to getting into this all 22 and kind of figuring out, okay, what was Mike looking at here? Why, you know, a lot of early run, a lot of early run, but maybe, maybe a lot of early run because they were getting covered. You know, once the field shrunk, maybe, and and this is maybe where you miss Dalton Schultz a little bit, you or know, Ezekiel maybe Elliott or Ezekiel Elliott. Absolutely. But you know, those guys run, ran the ball hard, uh, you know, down there. It just, like I said, it's, 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 I'm just interested to see 
if, in fact, how well that they were covered? Was there any place for him to go with the ball or you know, was he was were they forced to run the ball? Did did Arizona say, okay, we're not going to let you throw it here. We're going to, I mean, we're going to we're going to you want to run it fine, you know, but we're not going to let you throw the ball because it looked like every time that they tried and they would show with you know the TV copy the end zone, yeah, seemed like there was a lot of red on white jerseys, you know, when especially that fourth down, the one the fourth down where I felt like that Mike should have kicked the field goal, you know, and just to me the way the game was going and. I mean, I, I'm I'm thinking this, Bobby, and, and I know it's a totally different subject, but I'm kind of just kind of rambling around on this a yeah, little bit. Yeah, that's what but, that's what this but, one's but, all about. But but to me, you know, if you kick that, I didn't. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I, I didn't know if Dallas was going to run a play to even get a two-point conversion if they scored. And it just, yeah. it was that kind of, you know, there was no confidence in anything to do in the red zone, anything short field, anything... With the field, I meant short field, anything with narrow, you know, with not a much space. There just there wasn't anything that I, I had real confidence in. I'm like, damn, kick the field goal here. And if you score, you now you go ahead and you play defense, you kind of rally from there. But it, it, it was a strange game that way. I, I don't think Mike was particularly well. I think he, I think when he sat down on the plane and watched the tape coming home, that there were things that he absolutely saw. They like, man, I, I could have done this differently or should have called this. But also, let me ask you this, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Do you think last night, we talked about this in the postgame show on 105.3 The Fan. Did, do you feel like that when Mike, when they learned last night that they were going to be down all these offensive linemen, that they went into there and they looked at the game plan and just started pulling stuff out? They, and, they, and, and, and then started, and then it, it went into the game where almost like, okay, I'm worried about my young guys here. I'm worried about Adoga. I'm worried about, you know, Hoffman. I'm worried about Bass. Do you feel like that yeah. maybe he didn't call the game? And this is just me talking. I'm not, this is not anybody telling me anything. Do you feel like he called the game like he was really apprehensive about his blockers? Or his guys up front. Yeah, yeah, and that's probably natural, and and that's part of that's at play there. Tony Pollard said after the game that um, that they, you know, he said it was a little frustrating that you had to take some things out, yeah. and so I mean, Pollard Pollard knew they had done that they had to, that they had to change some things up, but man, Dak still uh, second uh, second fewest intended air yards per attempt in week three, five point seven yards per attempt, and this was a team that. We talked about all week, like this is a team you they can give take advantage of. Yeah, the communication's bad in the secondary. The corners have bad eyes. Like there's there's a they lot of tackles. Things. Yeah, they don't, there's separation. Yeah, there there was an opportunity to take advantage of some things, and the Cowboys just they didn't because this is the I think this is the offensive scheme. This is what we've talked about. And that's why people say it's a li- people thought it was a little nitpicky the first couple of weeks, and it's like okay, that, that's fine. Just know that like when a challenge comes and it looks the same, don't be upset. Don't be upset. If you weren't upset with it, then don't be upset now that this is kind of just what the scheme looks like right now. 
And I think it's something that they want to get the ball out quick. They want to take advantage of that. I also think naturally, here's a, a question. Do you think that's part of the red zone issue is that as the field shrinks, the oh, yeah. space, the space to make those oh, yeah. quick tight throws, also oh, yeah. the margins become thinner. Yeah. One of the big staples of uh of the West Coast offense back in the day when you know with Bill Walsh and then even with like I could say with Mike Holmgren when we were all together in nineteen ninety two and starting it out and kind of implementing it was like the things the sprint right option. You remember when roll the pocket to yeah. the right, run the, you know, the there's that you get the receiver to the pile on boom, get the ball out. Kind of that that was that was kind of a that was a staple. You know, nobody really could cover sprint right option. They hit they hit uh I think they hit Cooks with that on a third down today. Yeah. And yeah. so the uh, same exact play where it was uh, it was Cooks and Ferguson running yeah, into they, the uh, to the sticks. Yeah, they they don't it's it's a uh, man it's tough. It's tough. I mean, it's just they don't I I I want to look at this because I I just want to see if there was any spacing, if there was any separation, if there was is it happening so so quick down there that they can't or they're just they're so well covered down there. I mean, it's the last couple of weeks, like I say, I last week I kind of had an idea. This week, I have a feeling it was more about the defense this week, the defense and their ability to cover. Boy, the defense was they 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 struggled, and I I'll well, say, no 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 no. I'm talking about the the Arizona defense. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Them I too. mean, I, I think that, it was to me. I mean, maybe this was more about Arizona playing really good tight red zone defense. That's that's part of it. I think you were also playing into you 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 didn't attack what they were deficient in in coverage. No, like like and and that was the thing is that you were it, it was. Did you scale the offense back so much that you couldn't really do anything? That again, I think, that, just, I think, I think, I that think keeps it's... popping in my head. That that like all of a sudden, like McCarthy gets the word from Britt Brown and Jim Mauer that they're not going to have these guys, and then all of a sudden now it turns into, all right, hey, you guys meet up in my room. We're going to talk about what we're doing here I, on I think this game this is, plan. I think this is just sort of. I think this is uh, through three weeks. This is it, and it may change, but I mean, through three weeks, this is who they are. This is what the offense is like. This is what the yeah. offense is, and this is what the this is what the offense will look like when the defense is not just dominating the other side of the ball. When the defense isn't scoring touchdowns, or or you're getting a blocked field goal. Or, so you're I, a, you're a twenty four point offense. I, I mean, it's the same offense that ran out there against the Jets last week. If you look at it, it's had yeah. the same struggles in the red zone. It had the same, yeah. you know, uh, just. But they it, held the ball for 45 minutes in that game. Yeah, they controlled better. They they yeah. they were able to, you know, convert easier. I think so, that the, part of this was just again it was So McCarthy know. McCarthy is going to sacrifice yards and points potentially to keep the ball from being turned over. Not 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 necessarily willingly. I think he just believes this is the most efficient way to do it. And I think and that you, you saw what happened the last five minutes of the game. They were playing like at a snail's pace. Yeah, I'm like they've got to score now. They had those timeouts. They had a two minute warning. Oh, I tweeted was, it. I was like, got to pick up the pace here. Got to go. Got to yeah. go. Got to score. If you could score now, you you know you kick the ball off. They're starting at the 25, and you know maybe you get stops, use your timeouts, and find a way to go win this damn thing. Quickly yeah. here, just as uh, b- before we wrap up uh, the, this mini episode, what were the 
your just some of your general takeaways on the defense. Obviously, the run fits were really bad. Run fits were real bad. I, yeah. I'll tell you somebody who I thought had a bad night, and and maybe the all twenty two will do him better, or or it might really show up. I thought Marquise Bell struggled the night. And it felt like there were several times where he was getting blocked up or yeah. just out of position. I don't um, think any of the linebackers played well at all, to no, be honest and, with you. And, and Bell functions as a linebacker. And he functions as a curse. Um, curse curse, curse might didn't be, play great. Yeah. I thought Jordan, I thought from what I, it was first viewing, I got to watch state back. I, I thought curse played okay. Or, or not curse. I thought Jordan Lewis played okay. Yeah. I have to see about that. I, I'll tell you this though. The thing about um, with Gallimore, or not Gallimore, excuse me, Gilmore. Um, there might be this, this guy is such a, a nice player. He really, really is. I don't know if he has that burst anymore. Mm-hmm. He, he's I don't know if he, he you know he had some when, trouble today. When when people carry him or he has to carry people, it might be a little bit more separation than we normally are going to see. He doesn't he doesn't stay in the hip pocket like he used to. No, he, one but, but time I mean, he's, he's still a really good player. He, it's just, no, he's, he's a not, really good he's player. Not, he's he, not he the, just does defensive player of the year anymore. There's the, there's diminishing there's some diminishing skill there, and, yeah. and I mean I mean okay, skill I don't mean in a I mean in a bad way. Just father time doesn't it's undefeated. He's undefeated, yep, yeah. For sure. That's, a, that's exactly what happens there. But yeah, there were a lot of now I will say I'm going to be interested to go back, watch tape, see Mozzie, because a couple of times that I saw Mozzie on the field, I thought he played well. I noticed him actually like there mm-hmm. was one where he had a really I think it was one of his first snaps today. He had a really good penetration Came off the ball like up, he needed to. Yeah, blew up the play, helped to help, you know, finish mm-hmm. a run behind the line of scrimmage. So yeah. uh, a lot to take away from this one, a lot to learn from this one. We'll dive into the tape and have some broader takeaways for you guys but the Cowboys dropped this one 28-16 and now they enter a uh, dramatic three-week stretch Ezekiel Elliott returns to AT&T Stadium then it is on the road against the San Francisco 49ers and on the road against Kellen Moore and the Los Angeles Chargers so plenty of storylines to be had Uh, but for Brian Broaddus I'm Bobby Belt we will talk to you guys again next time